theater in Amsterdam and buy a beer. And I don't mean just like an old paper cup. I'm talking about a glass of beer. And in Paris, you can buy a beer at McDonald's. And you know what they call a, a quarter pounder with cheese uh, in Paris? They don't call it a quarter pounder with cheese? They get the metric system. Welcome to the Hookup on Film with Adam and Tony. Welcome to the Hookup on Flicks. I am your host, Tony. And how are you guys doing today? That's good. Today we will be talking about the movie Cape Fear and all of its greatness. Cape Fear was directed by the one and only Martin Scorsese to with Robert De Niro starring, with Nick Nolte also starring, and with Jessica Lange also starring. The supporting actors and actresses in this movie are Joe Don Baker is one, Juliette Lewis is another one, Alina Douglas would be another, and also returning from the original Robert Mitchum and Gregory Peck. This movie, let me just start by saying, this movie really grabs me by all the great lines in the movie, like this classic. De Niro plays the lead, Max Cady, to really, really spooky, uh, spooky details. He had to go through quite a lot to go into this role. Um, Nolte lost weight. De Niro developed muscles until he appeared to be the stronger man. Um, Nolte in the movie is 6'1 and is taller and De Niro is 5'9. So what ended up happening was Nolte lost some weight. De Niro put on some muscles and it kind of made uh, De Niro, well, pretty scary. And he was pretty scary in that movie with all his tattoos and everything. The movie had a $35 million budget and it made about $182 million. So that's almost six times its budget. The movie itself, okay, it's a it's a classic revenge type thriller where you have Max Cady who is been in prison, he feels wrongfully because of Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte in this movie in my eyes he may be worse than Robert De Niro, but that's just me. You don't know really where Nolte's coming from the whole movie. Like he he's saying he withheld evidence. So that would put him in uh, not so good. So if he withheld evidence, that would have made uh, Max not go to jail. But then again, Max doesn't seem like he's an altogether perfect guy either. That being said, the movie pretty much takes off when a Max Katie is released from prison and he starts his vengeance against Nick Nolte. 
Now, you would say, okay, you're meeting, you know, here's this guy getting out of jail. What's the first, some of the first things you're going to do? Some people would say attack. Some people would say get up in his face. No, what Max Cady does, Robert De Niro's character, is he goes into a movie theater and he decides to do something that you don't really see too often or at all, smoke. While he is smoking, it's obviously bothering who are about two rows behind him, Nick Nolte and his family, Jessica Lange and Juliette Lewis. It, it becomes pretty ridiculous that, that Max lets out this laughter. It, it's, imagine sitting in a movie and this guy's right, right behind you. I mean, maybe next time you watch a movie with someone, this is kind of the kind of stuff you should do. Sounds like it might work for some. Work for Max Katie because they're also watching the movie Parenthood when um, this is going on. So to imagine that somebody is laughing that hard during Parenthood is pretty is pretty ridiculous. But that being said. De Niro continues to go ahead and and stalk pretty much everyone and everything that Nick Nolte loves or wants to love, including the great Alina Douglas in a in a role that I believe she's works at the law office that Nolte works at. In this movie, they play racquetball quite a few times. I've never seen too many racquetball scenes, but these these racquetball scenes in this movie are pretty pretty intense racquetball. But that being said, um, they become really, really uh, close. And it is alluded to by Jessica Lange that Nick Nolte has had lots of infidelities, which leads me to maybe Nick Nolte could be worse than Max Cady, but probably not. That being said, Max Cady starts to up the ante and he starts to get really really, really offended. He goes and he decides that he's going to start upping the threats. This is a way he kind of threatens Nick Nolte here. Here's, a, here's another classic scene right here. How can I learn you? How can I rage you? How can I thank you? And how can I philosophize you? And I'm going to outlast you. Uh, that scene was right after Nick Nolte sends about six people to beat up Max Cady, another questionable move by Nick Nolte, to kind of take his reign out on the people who, who have upset him, which is uh, Max Cady, because now at this point, Max Cady is threatening everybody. Back to Alina Douglas, Max Cady decides that, you know what? I'm going to get at this Alina Douglas because I believe she likes... Nick Nolte, Nick Nolte likes her. So he obviously meets her at a bar pretending to be somebody else in a real, and it ends up in a real gruesome scene that we won't go too much further on. But then after the fact of after Max Katie back to him getting beat out, Nick Nolte is hiding behind a dumpster in this place. He is hiding right where Max Katie's getting beat up. What fool would go to the place where he sends people to beat him up? He's trying to like watch. I don't know, that's kind of some kind of gratification type of thing. I'm not sure. After the fact, Max Cady being halfway pretty smart, because while he was in prison, he did a lot of learning. And there's a classic scene where he goes up to Nolte and says, 
you're going to learn about loss. But that being said, Nolte's behind the trash thing. He's He goes to move and he knocks over a bottle. A classic scene. Max then knows that somebody's behind there. But he doesn't go and look. Instead, he says this classic line. I'm out. Come out wherever you are. Nolte, of course, does not come out because Nolte, the whole movie, is pretty much getting everybody else to do his dirty work. Nolte also scoped to Nolte's daughter, Juliette Lewis. Great, great role. Juliette Lewis is trying her hardest to do everything she can to get under Nolte's skin the whole movie. Of course, Max Cady, being who he is, he goes and he becomes a teacher, I guess, at this school. I don't know if he substitutes. And this, this play, this, this, I'll never forget, it's in the basement. She goes down into the basement and they recreate some scenes. He sings some songs. It's pretty ridiculous. A little bit uncomfortable. They even uh, they even do some illicit substances. It gets ridiculous. And um, at this point, she goes home and tells her parents. And right away, they know who's up to this. It's, it's the one and only Max Cady. That being said, Nolte's going to go and approach his daughter. He's going to talk to her. And this is pretty much how this ends. This is Juliette Lewis telling Nolte how it really should be. Now, in this movie, you would have thought that Mr. Uh, that would have been her saying that to Robert De Niro. But no, she does not. Up until probably the end. We're going to talk about one more great supporting cast. A member, Joe Don Baker. He plays a, a man named Claude Kersick. Um, he is, again, he is the last straw that Nolte hires. Okay, And it gets to the point where... Uh, Nolte tells Joe Don Baker that we need to get rid of this guy. So Joe Don Baker decides he's going to now approach Max Cady. And this is kind of what he says to Max Cady. Again, Max Cady doesn't listen. I don't want to see you. I don't want to hear you. I don't want to smell you. I leave. All right. So there, there is a little bit of Joe Don Baker there who does a great, great job in the movie. That being said... Joe Don Baker, they're at like a final stand in the apartment. And unfortunately, this is the part that really grabs me in the movie. This is the part that gets me. So everyone's in the house and they're, they're locked down. It's on lockdown. Joe Don Baker's there. He's going to protect the family. Everyone's where they are. And this is the part when I was, a, when I first seen this movie, you know, this is the one that grabs you. Joe Don Baker's like, everyone goes to bed and Joe Don Baker's sitting at the kitchen table he's eating next thing you know who there is the the housemaid in the room in the in the kitchen looks like she's cooking you see the back of her joe don baker says something to her the maid turns around it's de niro in a wig oh my geez it was a shocker and unfortunately he gets joe don baker with some piano wire which is really ironic because earlier in the movie, there's a scene where Nolte, Jessica Lange, and Juliette Lewis are all sitting inside the living room and Nolte's playing the piano and he goes to hit one of the piano keys and the piano key isn't working. So this lets you know that Max Cady was into the house 
prior to all of this happening. So back to that, Max Cady, Joe Bob Baker, and then what ends up happening is, is Nolte comes downstairs. He finds the whole thing really disturbing scene. He slips in Joe Don Baker's blood. Then they realize they need to take off, and now they're finally going to get out of town. So where do they head? This is the name of the movie. They head to Cape Fear. Now, before we head to the final of the movie, this movie is a remake, okay? The original movie starred one Robert Mitchum and in the Max Cady part, and the Gregory Peck in the Nick Nolte part. Very, I've, I've only seen parts of the original. I need to sit down and rewatch it. It uh, looks, it looks probably scary for the time. I try to be empathetic when you're watching a classic black and white movie, but in this movie, it seems like they're trying to, you know, there's some, there's some things going on that back in those time when the movie was made, a little bit scary. The movie itself is based off of a book called The Executioners, okay? The Executioners came out in 1957. So again, imagine 1957 reading a book based on Cape Fear. Here is to a little bit some of the behind the scenes things that you usually don't think about when you hear of Cape Fear. It was originally developed by Steven Spielberg who decided it was too violent and traded Scorsese to get it back Schindler's List. So right there, I didn't even know Scorsese had Schindler's List first and Spielberg, well, he had Cape Fear. Imagine if those two switched those movies. Scorsese eventually agreed to do Cape Fear. Um, Spielberg stayed on as a producer, but chose to not be credited personally on the finished film. So he's, Spielberg actually worked as a producer to help this movie get done, but based probably on the violence and some of those scenes I explained in the movie, he didn't want to tag his name on the movie. Some early um, movies uh, that went on was Harrison Ford. Want, Scorsese wanted Harrison Ford to play the Nick Nolte role. But instead, only Ford was going to do it if he could do Max Cady. Can you imagine that? Nicholas, I mean, uh, Harrison Ford as Max Cady. Spielberg wanted Bill Murray to play Max Cady. Bill Murray? Wow. Um, also, instead of Juliette Lewis, Drew Barrymore and Reese Witherspoon auditioned for the part. Um, the movie, the original movie, the 1962 original film version, Alfred Hitchcock uh, inspired that quite a bit. The movie overall uh, garnered a lot of praise when it came out. Roger Ebert commented, Cape Fear's impressive movie making, showing Scorsese as a master of a tradition Hollywood genre, 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 who is able to mold it to his own themes and obsessions. But as I look at this 35 million movie with big sparse special effects and production values, I wonder whether it represents a good omen from the finest director now at work. He gave the movie three stars. Uh, that's not bad. In today's world, you'd, you'd love to take three stars. I could see what Robert was saying in some of this. There are things in the movie you could have cleaned up and maybe made the movie a little bit more better. But overall, I think it's a classic. 
Robert De Niro, Nick Nolte, Jessica Lange, Juliette Lewis, Joe Don Baker, Robert Mitchum, Gregory Peck, Alina Douglas. Great, great, great movie. You know, it's not easy when you're doing a remake, especially in today's in today's world, because you you go and you're trying to impress the people who've seen the original movie, and you're trying to get a whole new audience. And it being Scorsese and coming off of movies like Goodfellas, I can imagine that he had some things that he wanted to do and wanted to prove. Here's another classic line from Robert De Niro in Cape Fear. Every man carries a circle of hell around his head like a halo. Every man, every man has to go through hell to reach his paradise. And that is the overall theme in the movie. Every man has to go through hell to reach his paradise. So sometimes all of us out there, we try to do our best and sometimes things get in our way. But you're never really going to know what paradise is if you don't go the whole way and see it through and go through the hard times. Nick Nolte, the last act of this movie, they end up in Cape Fear. This part of the movie is pretty, they're on a boat. And this is the part that really gets me because they arrive at Cape Fear and you're wondering yourself, how does Max get here? Well, after they get out of the car and they go, you realize that Max Katie was hanging underneath the car the whole entire time. Wow. This man drove many, many miles and he was on the bottom of the car. He didn't drive, Nick Nolte drove. But that being said, he hung from the axle of the bottom of his car. As a, as, a, as a young lad watching this movie, I was pretty, pretty, pretty shocked that this is um, kind of how it went. Um, but that being said, he gets out. Next thing you know, they're on the riverboat. Who shows up at the scene? Max Cady. You can imagine there's awkwardness. There's uncomfortability. There's some really craziness. Max Cady goes ahead and gets gets kind of um you know he he takes him to the limit but of course in most movies max katie well i don't want to spoil the ending for you but watch it it's really good max katie even gives a thumbs up at the end of the movie so again the movie we have done today is cape fear a really 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 good movie by martin scorsese starring again robert de niro Jessica Lange, Juliette Lewis, and Joe Don Baker, Alenia Douglas, and many, many other great actors. Um, I would, even if you have never seen Cape Fear, maybe go ahead and watch the original first and then watch the new one so you could see it through maybe eyes of somebody who had seen the original and then went on to go ahead and see the new um, movie and to see what you thought of both movies pretty much. You don't really know what a movie is until you sit down and watch it. So that's why we decided to start today with Martin Scorsese's Cape Fear. So again, please go ahead and do yourself a favor and watch Cape Fear. It's a good movie. You'll end up, you'll end up enjoying something that maybe people don't 
always hail as maybe one of Scorsese's top movies, but it's a great movie. So again, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we are the hookup on films. And I just want to let everybody know, we really appreciate you tuning in. So thank you. Thank you so much. And always, always remember, whenever De Niro's calling you, you best come out. <laughs>